At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. everybody welcome to the potted together podcast i am becca and i'm joined by my co-hosts adam and nicole hello hello beautiful people everybody wow we i was just saying that it feels like we've recorded like every day (laughs) yeah but that's not true we recorded last thursday then we recorded on sunday yeah Mm -hmm. for patreon so we have a new patreon episode once a month if you guys are not aware, but anyway, so we have been talking a lot. Also, we've been texting a lot, which I feels like the old days. Yeah. yeah, we have. We've been doing the voice memo texting. I'm loving it. <laughs> yes, it's nice. And okay, here's a hack for anybody out there. If you have, okay, I don't have like the latest update with like the new, have you guys seen like the latest, latest like iOS 14 or whatever it is? 16. Wait, we talked about it. 16, yeah. yeah. Oh, 16. I, I don't have it, have it either. Oops. Okay, I don't have it, and um, so you can do this even if you don't have, like, the 16 iOS, whatever. But if you're looking at a voice memo on your phone in your messages, and, like, you know, if your phone, like, locks while it's playing, you're going to have to listen to the entire fucking thing again. Yes. <laughs> it's just, like, <laughs> we so love our friends. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we love our friends, but when it's, like, a four-minute voice memo, and like you keep remembering to go and tap your phone to keep it awake. And then like you get to that three three minutes and forty five seconds and then your phone turns <laughs> off and you're like ah! it's the yeah. worst. It's the <laughs> you worst. Just listen to it. Like sometimes oh, you okay. have to put it off to like start it again and then you forget. Yeah, and it's just a whole thing. So I discovered that if you long hold the voice memo, a little bubble will pop up of like a what is this? A sound, sound wave. bite. Sound wave, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, sound wave. And you release your finger and then it opens it up into like a media player and you can like scrub through the voice memo and like pause and start and it's the best. It so, is, yeah. Game changer. Yeah. Totally a game changer for us because we send really long voice memos. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I'd I also, love them so much. I'd also like to say that, Adam, I think you may have broke the record with like your that six minute one that you left. Ooh. I think that was a record for our chat. So bravo. Yeah. Let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> Yay. He broke a record. <laughs> I love long messages so much, especially when I'm driving. Yes. Absolutely. It's like a podcast, but it's your friend and it's like hot goss yeah. with your personal life. So it's like way more interesting. Yes. Yeah. Definitely agree. It's the best. So if anybody out there does voice memos with your friends, excuse me, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, but anyway, today we're going to be sharing a spooky story where plants helped solve the case or in this case this was my story i wouldn't say that plants 
helped solve the case, but it helped connect parts of the case mm-hmm. together. Yeah. So that Ooh, will. I'm excited. Well, this is fun. Literally, that will come into play later. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to catch up because, again, it's not like we haven't chatted all week. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's harder to What's do catch ups when we talk more frequently during the week. Because then I, know, I, then I, I feel know. like we have to share it with our with our listeners, but we're also technically being repetitive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to each other, which is fine. Like, okay, wait, 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 wait. When some... Okay, we're going to... I want Adam to do his catch-up first, but I do want to ask you guys this question. When somebody is telling you a story, and they're so excited to tell you this story, <laughs> but they've told you this story before, okay? Oh, no. Do you say, oh, you already told me this, or do you let them finish the story and pretend like you didn't know, or perhaps tell them after the fact that they already told you this? <laughs> I I I feel like most of the time I let them finish because I don't want to be rude and like be like stop you already said this unless it's like my mom. <laughs> you're always meanest to yeah. the people you're closest Fair. to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she gets it. Yeah, um, I let them finish too. I would never stop someone to be like I heard this. But if like in the middle of their story, if they could tell on my face, because it's really hard for me to hide my facial expression. So I feel like that's mm. why sometimes in the middle of the story, people are like, did I already tell you this? And I'm like, yeah, you did. <laughs> but I do that to people too. Like where I just like tell this because I am I just don't know who I've told the story to. You yeah, know? I feel like I do that a yeah. lot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely am a person that will let them finish and pretend like they haven't, they've never told me. <laughs> or of course, if it's somebody like really close to me, like partway through the story or like I'll jump in and be like, and then he did this. Like, yeah, I think you told me this. Yeah. Like I, I make it seem like it's not like you're stupid for telling me this. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm like, we're collaborating on this storytelling. Like we're telling the story together now. This is fun. <laughs> but also but I had I've... a roommate. Oh, Sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I had a roommate in college who always told the same stories over and over again. So I just was like, listen, she's really excited. Like, let's, this is the third time I've heard this, but like, let's just, let's just roll with it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I was going to say, it's kind of hard for us three, though, being friends because we're also like on the internet. So, like, we're in our Instagram stories, we're on YouTube. Like, Adam has a whole other podcast and like, it's hard to remember yeah. what we say online. Like sometimes like Becca will tell us something that she was doing and I'm like, oh yeah, you told us that. But I was like, no, you didn't. I just saw it in your stories, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I feel yeah. like it's, it's kind of difficult to keep up. Yeah. It's, it's weird being a human online because like this happens, like there's people that I follow on all of their platforms and they will share the same stories on all of their platforms. And after a while, I'm like, oh God, I already know what her update's going to be because yeah. I follow her on TikTok. I've seen her whole week. Yeah. But it's still like, it. it's still kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I feel like we don't do it that bad. Yeah. Like we're, we're not sharing like a lot of our life because yeah. I don't know. Not, not completely. Not, yeah. And, like, not that much exciting stuff even happens to us. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we... Yeah. I feel like okay, we all live pretty low-key lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, along the same set, but, along the same, uh, I guess, I don't even know the phrase I'm thinking of, lines, along the same lines of what you just asked, have you guys ever had a mm-hmm. situation where you told someone a factoid 
And maybe a week later, they tell it to you like they're expecting you <laughs> never to hurt it because Steve just did that to me this week. Oh my gosh, that's And I so don't even funny. remember what the thing was, but like this weekend I was like, oh yeah, did you know this? And he was just like, whoa. And then we were driving in the car the other day and he was like, did you know? And I'm like, dude, I told you that. <laughs> I, I do this to Jay. I was the I do one that told Jay. you. <laughs> I do. I do this to Jay and he does it to me too. Oh, There's been funny. a couple times, like I could count on my hand probably, but that is so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah, it's funny. Commu- human communication, if mm. you will, is very funny. Yeah. Um, but anyway, all right, Adam, let's hear it. What have you been up to? You know, not a lot. I'm leaving Friday to go back to n- Nebraska. Which I guess by the time this airs, I've, I've already gone and been back. But um, you guys know how much I hate flying. Yeah. It's just my I've been a wreck this week, and then I have to like water all these plants, and I'm I just every time that I leave for a vacation, I have this like realization of I have too many plants. Like yeah. this is a <laughs> lot of work to be gone for ten mm-hmm. days. But you know, Steve will be here, so I can give him directions on checking for things if if I don't get to them all. Yeah. Um but yeah. So basically my week's been full of that. Doing laundry, working, doing plant chores. Um Steve and I did get our I told you guys before, but we went and got our TSA pre check. So you fill out an application and then you can make an appointment at an office and uh basically it's just like a very thorough background check they fingerprint you and all that stuff and Mm -hmm. so i got approved for tsa pre-check so i no longer have to get half naked in the airport security line (laughs) (laughs) yay i hate taking my shoes off it's such an inconvenience well and it's also sucks with like your laptop like me i would Mm -hmm. have to go and i'd have to have a bin for my laptop and the charger because it has to be separate then i'd have to have another bin for the camera and those chargers because it has to be separate then another bin for my backpack and then another bin for my shoes belt it's just a lot you Mm -hmm. know so i'm excited to not have to do that anymore because i your boy always wears a belt and it always feels weird like (laughs) taking off a belt in the airport and then having to put it back on and yeah that's annoying I mean, first world issues here, of course, but like, yeah. I can't be bothered with that shit, you know. But I am because I don't. I'm not. I don't, I'm not in TSA pre-check, <laughs> so I do it anyway. <laughs> well, I didn't. I thought it was going to be more expensive than it was because I was like not keen on it. But I was like, once mm-hmm. I found out it wasn't that expensive, I was like, okay, cool, let's do this. But there was quite a few people in the office with appointments, so I'm like, is this really going to end up being, you know, if it's super accessible which i'm glad it is i'm happy that it is um yeah but is it end up is it just gonna end up being like a the racket thing. where the government just took our money and now we're still waiting in long lines because they're just taking everybody's mm. money yeah because everyone has it now yeah but i guess it'll go fast if you don't have to take your shoes and your belt or your liquids out like you literally can just put your backpack on the thing and let it go through i always yeah. thought about that though i always thought about like uh what's an analogy like getting a fast pass at disney mm-hmm. you know like what if everyone got a fast pass it would no longer be a fast pass right yeah i don't know i mean i think they're they're really preying on the fact that not everybody can <laughs> afford it afford it or yeah. will do it if, right. especially if you don't travel that often it's like what's the point of investing in that mm-hmm. yeah see what i liked about disney 
before the Genie Plus rollout, which is their new like Fast Pass, is everyone got a certain amount of Fast Passes because you just had to schedule your time and you had to try to get like on, on the schedule before. But mm-hmm. like if you bought a ticket to the park, you got like two or three Fast Passes. I don't remember exactly what it was. So mm-hmm. it was fair. You know, it was accessible. Okay. You have a family of six. You didn't have to spend all this money. Like everyone got, right. you know. But that's not the case anymore, which kind of bums me out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Not much going on. Just lots of plant chores. I feel like you always know when I'm doing plant chores, too, because then I start taking photos of plants and posting them to my stories. Because sometimes <laughs> I just like can't be bothered. So if there's yeah. like a barrage of plants in my Instagram stories, <laughs> that means I'm doing chores. And I'm doing plant happening. chores. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of same. Are you done with your update? Yeah, I am. Okay, I'll tell mine then. Same thing. Like, I've been doing plant chores galore because, you know, don't you just love sitting down watching a good plant chore and thinking, oh, their life is just so in order? No. The amount of prepping that goes, (laughs) the amount of prepping and cleaning that goes into setting up just to record a plant chore video, like at least for me, like I, I took all my plants off my shelves. I organized them all. Like I'm not, I didn't even dust my plants so my leaves are not clean right now i'm outing myself fraud canceled mm. fraud <laughs> hashtag canceled my dirty leaves yeah for <gasps> real though. that should be the name of your your only plants oh Ooh. my dirty leaves <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go i'm gonna roll with that um so yeah, and then, like, I'm cleaning my shelves, and I'm like, well, it all has to be perfect. And I'm like, why am I like this? It doesn't have to be perfect. Nobody's going to care, you know? I don't know. So mm. then, like, I'm reorganizing my plants, and I just repotted and brought, like, a bunch of stuff in from outside last week. And I'm just, like, overwhelmed. I was like, again, I have too many. I still have under 100 plants. I have, like, 96. So not much under 100, but it's under 100. That's pretty good. Wait, how many plants do you have, Becca? You put a... Didn't you put, like, a poll on your story? Yeah, I never followed up. I have 126, (coughs) which is so much less than I thought. I thought (laughs) I had, like, 200. Okay, 126. Okay. Yeah, that's... And I I counted, like... Because I have, like, a bunch of wet sticks in a little bin. I counted that as one, because I'm like, eh. Yeah, me too. I'd probably pot them all together anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a good amount. Yeah, but I just feel like because a majority of my collection like 10 of those plants are probably elsewhere but a majority of my collection are on those two shelves so like fitting that many Mm -hmm. plants on there is i'm feeling a little cluttered i might have to ramp like i might have to like improvise and like switch things up a bit in the winter months but anyway Mm -hmm. so i was doing that and i was I, i was in the middle of cleaning and then i went to go get my booster shot and I left you guys a voicemail, like a voice memo about how I was nervous about it. Oh, you guys, mm-hmm. this one was not good. Oh, I, no. Yeah, I could not. I Well, my arm was not functional, which I knew that was going to be the case because I'm just a baby. And I don't know if it's because like every time I get a vaccine, like it could be the flu shot. I just cannot lift my arm like it's. I can't Mm -hmm. use it. And I don't know if it's because I do not work out and have literal zero muscle mass or if like 
it's just that's what it affects that's how it affects me i don't know but i got a Mm -hmm. fever i got like a low grade fever it was like 98.5 wasn't that bad but i Mm -hmm. felt like crap but then i'm like you know what this means that it's working right so like bring it on you know yeah the soldiers are readying themselves yeah they're doing what they're (laughs) supposed to do like my mom got it and it didn't phase her at all and i'm just like did you get a placebo (laughs) (laughs) i'm like why are you superhuman i don't understand but oh my gosh that's funny yeah and then jay went yesterday and he's in bed right now with a low-grade fever too and i'm just like oh so this one's a doozy this one will yeah it's gonna knock you over for a day but i was in the middle of doing my plant stuff and then i was like i don't feel like doing this anymore but like because i live with other people i can't leave all my plants everywhere so like i had to get it done you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. but anyway i got that done and i'm good to go and i think i'm gonna record tomorrow Woo woo! your houseplant tour yeah Oh. oh yeah i'm gonna try to record it and i'm gonna try to edit it and post it tomorrow call me fucking nuts what i know and i have a wedding tomorrow so i don't know if this is gonna happen oh, like what uh, yeah why do, probably, why do you like to torture yourself it probably watching won't. scary movies <laughs> editing a houseplant tour filming and editing in one day like what the hell listen guys that is my personal hell like i get a migraine for two days every time i have to do a a house plan i'm tour. scared like, of you're you now. doing that in like yeah me too <laughs> okay well this might not happen because the more i think about it like i it, all the editing that goes that's involved in editing a house plant tour it's a lot a lot of like verbiage a lot of a lot so probably mm. not but like i haven't posted a video <laughs> in three weeks mm. it's bad <laughs> i get you so it's it's a good one to to break the seal with yeah you know come back with a bang yeah hopefully yeah i was uh going back to your plant chores thing though like i was thinking the same thing last night as i was like trying to rearrange dirty dishes so i could water a plant in the sink and i'm like how the hell do people do these like vibey plant chore videos becca does them like (laughs) fern does them and i'm like i just I can't like I I looked a mess because I haven't showered in a couple days and then I'm like trying to like (laughs) rearrange like Jenga dirty dishes just to like have some space and I was like no Jenga could not be bothered yeah yeah I will admit I I usually have to do the dishes on plant chore filming days and then I have like my rack of my drying rack and I just pick it up and put it on the other side of the kitchen Mm -hmm. so you know it's just it's an illusion it's strategic there's this my video that I just posted in my fall deck or wait yeah my fall decorating video I showed how I like just push it out of the, the view of the camera and then like zoom in the lens a little bit and it looks clean <laughs> I haven't watched that like, one I, yet I was filming it while I did it and I was like I'm gonna leave that in because that's kind of funny yeah it's <laughs> hilarious push the piles yeah just push the pile yeah I mean, truly, though, I like I enjoy when people are like, let's normalize this. And like, it's someone who like you just want their aesthetic, you know, like you just want Mm -hmm. to be in their neatly organized home life. And then they pan the camera off like to the other side of the bedroom and literally (laughs) like stacks of clothes like it's just so reassuring, you know. And I know yeah. what you guys are thinking. I know you guys are over there thinking like, really, Nicole, you don't ever have a pile of clothes anywhere. And Jay's got a shit everywhere. (laughs) 
<laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> Three shirts neatly stacked and folded. Yeah. On the bed. I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't buy it. <laughs> I had an, I had like a half drink water cup on Nicole's table, and like it was there for like two minutes, and her mom's like, "Who's leaving all these water cups around?" <laughs> no, she didn't. Did she? Oh, no. It no, was you, no. Do you, you? No, it was not water cups. It was remember the water bottles. Yeah. When I was there and she was like, who keeps leaving me? I was like, I was just drinking out of that one. <laughs> no, she didn't uh, say it to me. It was like a general. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Royal you. Let's just put it in your lap. You let's know, scream that the table. out when we have company over. Let's just, let's do that. That's Maybe the first thing Nicole said. Maybe it's Adam. <laughs> Nicole said that the second we had some like alone time, she was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> I'm going to apologize for her right now. No, she's great. Oh yeah. my gosh, that is funny. Wow. So how about you, Becca? Well, let's see. Oh, I was going to... Oh, dang it. I was going to share something exciting. Well, first of all, let me have my cry moment that summer is over. Okay? <laughs> I I reserve the right You did that to last do this. week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I know, but it's really over now. <laughs> it yeah, is you're really long over. sleeves. Yeah, I know my house is sixty six degrees. I'm oh, freezing. A dream. Like so, we're we're <laughs> back in this. Like, okay, you guys, my house is obviously very cozy in the holidays. I, I do say that because we've got the fireplace. You know, you have to wear layers because it's cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we're in the, like weird phase of time where like my my house just like stays cool because it's earth contact, right? So in the summertime, it's really great. It really never goes above 75 if we wanted it probably would never mm-hmm. and but however in the winter time it gets cold in here okay yeah. it's it's cold so pretty much it's i mean it's a basement mm-hmm. so chilly so i have to wear lots of layers during this weird transitional time between like it's not really acceptable to use the fireplace because it's like 77 degrees outside <laughs> but um I'm cold in here, 66 degrees. So basically, it was like 40 degrees this morning when I went to the hardware store and I shed a single tear. And when I was working on the greenhouse, it it was cold. It was really cold. I was wearing my quilted coveralls with my coat and a beanie. Oh, my God. In 40, 45 degrees. I am such a baby. Still, I'm such a baby. Yeah. Um. I mean, no, not yeah, but you know what I mean? <laughs> no, also, yeah. Yeah. We can admit it. We can say it. It's fine. Just say it. <laughs> so this is my my final goodbye to summer. I love you. I, I miss you already. I can't wait to see you next year. Um. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do without you. I'm really going to try to get through this winter. It's anyway, funny. Um, it's funny because I posted, I posted on Instagram, like I reposted a TikTok and it was like when your seasonal depression really starts in the beginning of summer and falls here and you're just like in your <laughs> yeah. zone. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. I love this yeah. weather so much. Yeah. There's people that have it reversed. Like one of my friends in college is like that. And I'm like, this is just not that it's strange. It's just I've hardly ever people it's strange yeah people usually don't like the cold and i don't like it when it's like sub-zero like don't get me wrong like that's not fun oh we know but (laughs) (laughs) we hear about it (laughs) (laughs) 
I love you guys uh, so much. <laughs> uh, but um, so yeah, that was that was my morning, and I we dug the trench for the electricity. Yeah, I okay. saw that. Oh, the ditch it witch. It was basically yeah it was so cool yeah. and like it looks like it was somebody so was easy. would be riding a big chainsaw <laughs> no, yeah. right it's huge it it's basically a massive chainsaw exactly what it is and it just digs into the ground and it it cut the most perfect trench ever there was only like one spot that i had to dig out because we like turned it to face our house so we could like get closer to our house mm-hmm. obviously i don't know if that's like if that makes sense visually but a bunch of the dirt just like centered out in where those two holes met up and so today that's why i went to the hardware store i went to go buy like this four inch trench um shovel and this is literally the only thing i'm ever going to use it for i used it for a total of like 20 minutes and i'm like great i'm never going to use this again but i bought it so i'm like should i return it (laughs) should i like clean it it off off and did it work (laughs) (laughs) i was telling adam and nicole that i'm in my returning era because i always (laughs) keep things even though like if i buy it and i realize i didn't need it i'll just still keep it because i'm like oh what if but then I'm just wasting money all the time. And mm-hmm. if, I can, if I need it, I can go buy it again. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a little bit... I, I, I don't feel great about returning it after I've used it. But maybe. Yeah. I don't know. The sticker is still on it. The sticker is still intact. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's even going to be noticeable. Anyway, Home Depot might, like, uh, flag me for fraud if I do too many returns, like, in a week. But yeah. anyway. It's Home Depot. They'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be okay. We're not talking um, small so business yeah. here. <laughs> That's true. That's that is true. Yeah, so I today I need to like put together all the PVC pipes and then on next Tuesday the electrician is coming out to like hook everything up. So Yay. Yeah, we oh, and like once electricity is in there, like it's yeah, it's like done. So I painted the outside north wall finally with primer only. I'm probably gonna paint it i don't know if i'll get to that like this season but it's definitely like sealed so it's been primed so it's, so it's like gonna ready be fine. to go for the winter yeah yeah it'll be fine for winter i would love to paint it like the green color because i'm gonna paint it green mm-hmm. i would love to do that but i don't know if i'm gonna get to it this year there's other things that are like higher on the priority list mm-hmm. but honestly once the electricity is in we just have to hook up the ventilation and then i can work inside and like put plants in it like that's literally it so next week i think that it'll be Eek. like done to the point where i can use it and like That's build so the fun. benches and stuff which will be so easy like compared to everything else we've done like building the benches is gonna be like so easy yeah <laughs> and i feel confident saying that it's like definitely gonna be easy so anyway that is that that is the greenhouse update and i don't think that there's really anything else going on in my life i'm going to an Oktoberfest this weekend oh, um yeah, renaissance your, fair your dress is coming along i know it's not called mm-hmm. a dress i can't remember what it's called but it's looking spiffy yeah i'm gonna say it wrong it's like a dirndl okay. something like that d-i-r-n-d-l it's a german word or a bavarian word something like that okay Okay, sorry. I swear that I have looked up the history of this garment before I'm literally making it. But anyway, <laughs> it's it's a traditional Bavarian dress. You've seen it before. If you've looked, if you've seen any Oktoberfest event, you've definitely seen one of these dresses. So I decided to make one, and it's been so easy. Like it's just been fun, and I just 
I'm just so thankful that I know how to sew because this has not been stressful to me at all. It's just been fun, you yeah, know? that's nice. So, can't relate. I mean, I say that. <laughs> can't, but, can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm using, like, the cutest mushroom fabric, and it's just, it's been a blast. So I'm probably going to finish up the dress tonight and then work on the accessories, like, tomorrow or maybe tonight if I feel like it. So anyway, that, that is my update. And... Unless we have anything else to say, we can get into my murder trial. Yeah. Well, that makes it sound like I did something, but we can get into my story. <laughs> Becca's murder trial. Don't judge her. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do judge me. If that ever happens, please judge the hell out of me, okay? <laughs> Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay. All right. Was it an awkward transition for you guys when you did yours? I yeah, feel like weird. it was. But you know what? I'll <laughs> add was, music and it'll be fine. I was nervous. <laughs> yeah, I was nervous. We're going back to the 70s is is when this happened. Ooh, this the is 1970s. Like murder capital time. Yes, things were wild, but we need to go back a little further to April 13th, 1949 in Cook County, Illinois. No. Which, yes. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be good, y'all. Well, that's just where she's from. Okay, okay, okay. okay. It doesn't take place there, but I figured I'd mention it because Cook County is the most populous county in the U.S., um, state of illinois mm-hmm. sorry that was so robotic <laughs> why did i write u.s state of illinois <laughs> isn't reading your notes and trying to like tell a story hard to do like i yes. it's i hated so school weird. so much i was not a school person sorry yeah like i really i really don't want this to sound robotic but as you guys said it's kind of hard when you're like it reading is, yeah. and anyway so it's the most cook county is the most populous county in illinois and more than 40 percent of all residents of illinois live within cook county that's pretty crazy that's like almost half nicole being one of them yep I mean. anyway so meet michelle cecil wallace hmm. a lady born in cook county and she was noted as being a tomboy she and and this is because she like you know racing cars and just generally not like the girly stuff like tea parties and dressing up um she also had two brothers which probably contributed to that you know she wanted to keep up and um happy family pretty much you know her family is very normal three kids two parents oh i should say trigger warning for sexual assault, obviously murder, um, and I think that's it. I'm not detailing any. I'm not detailing like assault, but it will be mentioned. Okay. Um, and also, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so happy family, right? 
all intents and purposes, a very normal childhood, very normal life. Um, she graduated high school. Um, this was, I'm guessing about 1967, like based on, I just added 18 to her okay. birth year because normally people are 18 when they graduate high school. Mm-hmm. So I dated this to about 1967. So after she graduated from high school, she visited Africa and Spain. Ooh. So I'd say she was a real world traveler, especially for the time. Yeah. And wealthier probably. Woman. Yeah. Yeah. And I was also thinking they had to have had some money because that's, I'm sure it was, you know, obviously cheaper to travel back then, but to go alone as a woman in that time mm-hmm. at 18, it it seems like not like the normal situation. Not very I, yeah. yeah, I feel like my grandma told me that she traveled to Europe in her early 20s. And I don't remember what age. Maybe that was like in the 60s. So okay. I guess it wasn't that weird. But I don't know. I just think of like the 50s and 60s as being like totally old like completely old school but maybe it was a little more modern than i like to give it credit for who knows anyway when she returned she decided to go to school at utah state university but she was only there for two years because she actually wanted to move to aspen colorado which is arguably one of the most beautiful parts of colorado it's Mm -hmm. great for winter sports obviously summer is really beautiful too you know you got lots of woods um So she took up skiing and it sounds like she just really embraced life in Colorado and she really enjoyed it. So she was also a bit of a homebody. So she didn't it seems like she had like some close friends, but she was by no means like life of the party. Mm -hmm. And that is also me putting that on her. So I don't know her, you know, like, but just based on that's also me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, same. (laughs) But yes, I can relate to that. But yeah, I just want to say, like, obviously, I don't know her. And there's only so much you can learn about someone's personality through articles Mm -hmm. of their tragic fate. But yeah, she did seem just like a (gasps) spoiler alert. Tragic fate. (laughs) I mean, we all knew. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so while so when when she was in um, Colorado, obviously she lived alone, but she did have a dog named Oki, and it was a German Shepherd. A I think it was a black German Shepherd. There was a photo. Um, She was a photographer, a freelance photographer. So she enjoyed photography and i feel like that might have i mean she had like the camera she had a i think it was a canon f1 i don't know if that means anything to you nicole i mean canon i'm a a canon girl it's a canon we're we're pretty Um, much the same person at this point sorry (laughs) (laughs) um so it's a film camera nicole so uh, no hell no no. i can't either (laughs) hell no sorry continue Um, I can't imagine any of us skiing. I love honest. skiing. Oh my, it's my favorite. You do? Yes. I can see you oh both skiing. I've never done it. I feel like I've got like interesting joints. Um, <laughs> I've heard it's like bad on your knees and like years of dance and cheer have just like wrecked my hips, knees and ankles, which mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. But um, I do feel that as I get older. That's an unfortunate thing. Like I'm like, Oh, my, my hips really hurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's going to rain. <laughs> yeah, something's going on here. Like, if I just, like, walk too much, my hips will hurt. But that's besides the point. 
<laughs> okay. So she's got her German Shepherd. She's got her trusty Canon F1 film camera, which is an important detail to remember that film camera. Um, so while living in Aspen, she works as a highway worker. I don't know exactly what that means. I don't know what a highway worker does. Like maybe like making sure tolls? there's no debris. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I guess if there was tolls back then, maybe doing tolls, maybe. Maybe that's just an Illinois I honestly thing. Don't know. I don't know. Okay, there's a, I think it's in Utah. There's the Utah Highway something has like a TikTok account. What? And I'm like, what? It's so interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll, they'll like post about like highway closures and like new signs. And I don't even know. Anyway, <laughs> apparently it's enough of a job where they have a marketing department. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, anyway, so she worked as a highway worker in Aspen. So she spent a lot of time outside, and that gave her, you know, opportunities to practice photography. She really liked uh, nature photography, specifically, like, still life. And so she took a liking to an area called West Gunnison. And to her, it felt like a nice reprieve because, as I said, she grew up, like, in the Chicago area. So she really liked the nature um, after being a longtime city dweller. Mm-hmm. Something important to note is that Michelle, as I said earlier, she had a really close relationship with her family, like very normal family. And so she, even though she moved across the country, she kept in communication with them sometimes two to three times a day. So it was very normal for her to call multiple times a day to check in with her family, which I find interesting. I guess now that's normal to like text your parents throughout the day. Mm-hmm. If I lived across the country, would I call my mother? I mean, I do live across the country, and I do not call my mother two to three times a day. So I can't even imagine the bond that they must have had where this would feel. I don't know. I'm just trying to imagine. She was very independent, clearly, Mm -hmm. and like wanted to be. So she must have just been really close to her family. Um, Okay. So that's an important detail. Now we meet Roy Melanson. Roy. I'm assuming that's how you say his name. Um, he actually recently died in 2022. Oh. I mean, in 2020. Sorry. In oh. 2020, he recently died. Um, so in August 1974, so this is now August, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy arrived in Gunnison County, Colorado, which is just below Aspen. I think it might. I don't think Aspen is in Gunnison. It's just like right below it just for geo like i like to know like geography when i'm listening to these stories <laughs> like so you where everything it. is yeah so it's just under aspen this area and he presents himself like he comes to this place he was hired to hunt mountain lions and coyotes um that were actually killing a farmer's flock which is a oh. pretty normal thing like um roy is basically a chameleon so he is a person who is really friendly you know he will lie and use your what you say to him as let's say fuel for his story that he's creating so Mm. you know he presented himself as an experienced sheep herder like he he knows the farming business etc and i do believe that he is originally from texas i i didn't write it down but i do remember something like that i do think that he came from texas he's a texan he's a texan i think so again he was really friendly he was well versed in small talk he was really good at just getting people to like him quickly which sketchy 
So mm-hmm. he also moved around a lot. And so he got to practice this a lot. He got to disarm people and befriend them and get them to trust him. But of course, he was a compulsive liar. No surprise. And he used these lies to get a leg up and to get in people's pockets and make them trust him and give them jobs and stuff like that. Sneaky Um, boy. Yeah, sneaky. So he had previously served time for sexual assault and burglary, Mm. um, child sexual assault to add on to that. Um, So despite his outward demeanor, clearly he's a very, very bad person. Okay, he's got something going on. Um, So like I said, Roy was hired to hunt mountain lions and coyotes who were killing a farmer's flock, and the farmer's name is Chris Matthews. And so they met up at a place called Timber's Bar in Gunnison County, and afterwards, Roy asks Chris for a ride. Mm -hmm. Why he doesn't have a car, I'm not sure. How did he... I guess a bus, right? He's coming for a job. Maybe he just hopped on a bus. So... They hop in the car, probably a little truck, and suddenly Chris's car breaks down. This is the farmer. The farmer's truck breaks down on the side of the road, and they're they're stranded. And guess who drives by? Oh, Michelle. It's Michelle. Michelle. It's good, Michelle. So good citizen Michelle. <sighs> yep, yep. So this, honestly, like this is. This is what makes me so sad is obviously Michelle dies. We know this. Yeah. It just really sucks that Michelle was just seems like such a genuinely good person. Obviously, we don't really know much about her personal life and how she was personally. But if you're a woman and you're going to stop on the side of the road for two men, any anybody, but two men, mm-hmm. you know, you you have like a maybe a sense of trust in the world. Maybe you have this genuine kindness in your heart that you want to help people i don't know i just am trying to like imagine what she was like yeah because i would never do that but also i do live in a completely different era and i think at that point it was much less about stranger danger and more just like Mm -hmm. trusting people yeah people used to um hitchhike and stuff back then all the time Mm -hmm. but you're right though she definitely has this sense of trust and you have to want to help somebody to stop doing what you're doing and get out and like take that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know. I guess we can gather that she's a very kind hearted person. So she gives them a ride to where they need to go. Um, I guess Chris is in the front seat. I mean, sorry, Roy, bad guy, is in the front seat. Chris bad Farmer guy. is in the back seat with Oki, her dog. And. Chris, the farmer, gets dropped off first, and then we are left with Roy and Michelle in the car. And the dog. And and the dog. And this was the last time that Michelle was seen or heard from alive. Okay. So there's not a ton of information about... Are we going to find out about Oki? Mm-hmm. I could not find any information about the dog. I'm well, so he's sad. Still, he's still alive in my head. Yeah, then. he's That's happy. That's what it is. He's happy. Yeah, happy little boy. Um, <laughs> I find it like honestly, this is okay. Trigger warning. You know, I feel like Roy probably schmilled, um, the dog. Ugh. You know. Yeah. 
because (laughs) Oki was a German shepherd. German shepherds are very loyal. They're like very owner centric. Like they want to please and -hmm. they want to protect, especially if it was just her and the dog. Like you can imagine like the sense of protection that that dog would have over her. Yeah. I just can't see. I just can't see the dog like leaving. Just, like, Wait, running away. What was her last name? Is there a photo of her online? Yes. Wallace? Michelle Wallace. Yeah. And that was 1974? Yes. I just have to put a face to a story. Yeah. She was cute. Oh, yeah. She is oh. cute. Oki, what an adorable. So we have no confirmation about Oki. So right. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't. Th- I read like four, one, two, three, four, or articles about it. But also, there's some documentaries about this case that I didn't watch. So maybe okay. in those they talk about it. I will share those at the end if you like want to learn more or like just hear more about this case. Okay. But okay, so. Yeah, that was the last time Michelle was seen was in the car with Roy and she, as I said earlier, she would keep constant communication with her family multiple times a day sometimes, as I said, and they stopped hearing from her and this was immediately alarming. So they, I mean, they knew that something was up like pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. The next month in September, excuse me, in September, Detective Jimmy Smalley sees Roy and another mystery man who was not identified who were seen selling drugs outside of a high school in Pueblo, Colorado. Mm. So I don't think that the officer like saw an exchange, but he might have like heard and like came to check on it. Also, like an older guy sitting outside of a high school. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So. The, de- the detective runs their IDs, but the computer malfunctions, and he has to let them go. <laughs> oh, classic. I just think that's like a 70s. I don't know. Maybe that would happen modern day, too. Maybe they'd get a new, like, wouldn't they just call up another squad car to come yeah. before they let them go? Like it's modern day? It's definitely a 70s thing. The amount of times Ted Bundy walked away when he should have been... <laughs> God yeah. is just ridiculous. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's just like a... Yeah. I don't see that happening. That, yeah. It has to be a sign of the times. Like, anyway, especially if you're, like, allegedly selling drugs to teenagers. But anyway. However, Roy was arrested a few hours later because um, when the computer started working again. And he was arrested on the basis of he was wanted for child sexual assault um, and because he was a he was um, a suspect in this Michelle case, mm. in Michelle's Wallace disappearance, M- Michelle Wallace's <laughs> disappearance. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so he was. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna say he was probably on the run. I mean, he thought that he could schmooze his way through, yeah. and because like clearly he had he had done it before like he he'd already served time he got out nobody knew clearly and he was getting jobs Mm -hmm. um i feel like i don't know what the database system was like back then but i feel like it'd be pretty hard to get a job if you wait i think sexual 
like being convicted for sexual assault is that a felony i think so yeah i don't know for sure but i'm guessing i mean it would be hard to i mean i know that it's hard to get a certain jobs when you do have a felony um like it affects where you can work yeah um so i'm sure that he was having trouble or maybe he just didn't want that to come up so he just was working odd jobs which is how he even ended up in colorado in the first place yeah so anyway stay like under the radar maybe yeah exactly yeah so during a police search of roy's car after he was arrested they found michelle's backpack her car registration, a matching key, and a pawn shop receipt from her camera and its accessories. Mm. So, I mean, he wasn't trying to hide anything. No. That's like literally so much incriminating evidence. Like, and this was how long after the murder? A month. Yeah, like you had so much time to get rid of that stuff, dude. Yeah, like fuck? put it in your floorboards like yeah. i just don't understand. i mean also i don't even know where he was living because he was transient in this oh, town but maybe he was in his car living like just all yeah of, yeah yeah he might have been living in the car but i don't know how far aspen is from pueblo i that one i did not look up but mm-hmm. he wasn't in that area where the murder happened anymore when this was discovered so he was in pueblo which i think is definitely more south colorado Okay. I'm not. I don't really know, but it, I know that Pueblo, I think, is a little bit more arid. Um, okay. So, with the pawn shop receipt for the camera, they were able to recover the camera from the pawn shop, and it still had film in it. And so oh. they took the film and they developed it, and they found a bunch of photos of, you know, her photography. I think they found a photo of the dog, which mm. I. Th- Actually, I believe that the photo of the dog is on one of the articles that I read. Let's see. Mm, Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, he's such a beautiful black German shepherd. So shiny. Anyway, so the last photo on the camera was actually a photo of Roy. And he took the photo himself. So fuck selfies. (laughs) He took a selfie. <laughs> Roy what? took a selfie on her camera that he sold to a pawn shop. It's just he's an again idiot. sloppy work, sloppy, yeah. just I mean, not at all trying to hide it. Like the the confidence of this white man in the seventies is un <laughs> unbeatable. Um, somehow this was not enough evidence to arrest him. Yeah, or like. Um, not not arrest like arrest him for the murder right so he was still he was still a suspect but he wasn't this wasn't going to be like he did it so um but two months later michelle's car was found in texas where toy where roy abandoned it so Mm. i don't know if that means he's from texas or not but he ended up in texas with her car and he left it there michelle's remains were Okay, so here's here's where I get confused about the timeline. So this was a cold case. And then they like for for some reason they couldn't incriminate Roy. Like they couldn't convict him for the murder. Mm-hmm. And so it turned into a cold case. Um they also like hadn't found her remains. 
Okay, and again, this is where the timeline gets confusing. So if you watch the documentary, it will probably be more clear, but it was kind of confusing between the articles. But the case goes cold until the 90s. So the county sheriff decided to reopen the case in the early 90s, and not long after that, her remains were found off of a remote mountain road, um, but it couldn't be determined how exactly she died. So... Mm. The initial remains that were found were two sun-bleached braided ponytails in a paper bag um, less than a mile from these people's cabin. So there's just people either living there or vacationing there, and they find a bag with two ponytails in it, two braided ponytails in it. Like 20 years later? Yeah. Wild. wild. Yeah. Weird. It was like, it would have been like, yeah, 13 years later. Because I'm looking at something that says they found it in 92. But still, mm-hmm. that's... I would think that that would decompose. Doesn't... Don't hair... In- hair... Hair doesn't. Oh, I don't think. Like, okay. when they open up the tombs in, like, Egypt, the skeletons still have hair sometimes. Wild. Oh. Yeah. There's actually a photo of Michelle... Um, like, a photo, I'm assuming... Like, a film photo or whatever of her actually wearing pigtail braids. So it must have been a hairstyle she wore all the time. Mm-hmm. They were just cut off. I Confusing. mean, he had to have cut them off. Like, this guy is sick. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, see, one of the articles said that it's possible that, like, it was, like, pulled off the skull and, like, moved by, like, animals or something like that, like scavengers. Who knows, though? But, like, two braids placed in a bag... That seems intentional. Yeah, the the bag thing is weird, but yeah. they were sun bleached and she had brown hair. So they were sun bleached, which suggests that she was left outside. Oh, um, hmm. so, yeah. Anyway, so a forensic analyst, Joseph Snyder, confirmed that the hair did, in fact, belong to Michelle. I don't know how they do that if they didn't have any other DNA of hers. I'm not really sure how that all works, yeah. but... Um, here's where the plants come in. See, at the end of the story here. Ooh. <laughs> Which I was, with this one, I was like, um, where are the plants? We're Where's getting really plants? far in here. I've looked at a bunch of articles and no one's mentioned plants yet. But we were saying that, like, we care about this part because we fixated on houseplants. We've made that in our, our entire personalities. Yeah. But the average person is not really going to care about right. that aspect of the story. So... In the 90s, um, a forensic botanist looked to see what plants were in the hair to see where they were native and um, where they had been the past five years. So they're looking at Mm -hmm. the plants in the hair, in the braids, and, you know, trying to figure out where they came from. And so there was no soil in her hair, which suggests that she was never actually buried. Mm -hmm. And also the hair was bleached by the sun. So that means Mm -hmm. that it was out. So it was just like... She was never buried. It was just like out. There was also pine needles and bark from an aspen tree, as well as other plants that were native to a specific part of the mountain uh, where the hair had been found. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. So based on all of that plant information, the forensic analyst, which I don't know if I even have their name. Their name wasn't in the article that I found on this. I wish it was. But they were able to narrow down one specific area of the mountain, only one mile from where the hair was found. 
And on August 10th, 1992, the search group found a skull of a 20, like a 20 year old person, a woman, I think they said Mm -hmm. about 20 years old, which does check out because if she graduated when she was 18, she went to college for two years. She moved to Aspen. She would have been around 20. Yeah. She had a gold tooth as well. And so that's how they were able to confirm that it was actually her because Michelle's father had told the police uh, 20 years ago that she had a gold tooth. Wow. So near the skull, they also found other bone fragments that were identified as belonging to a young woman in their 20s. So Mm -hmm. probably matching. Based on what the investigators found, it like... Not how, where, based on where they found her, um, they're guessing that her body was thrown down, like downhill mm-hmm. from the road. And in order to prove this theory, they threw a bucket from the road and it rolled into the exact place where Michelle's skull was found. So that pretty much oh. like confirmed. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So that's how they were able to find the rest of her body, which I feel is. A certain kind of justice for someone who was like murdered yeah like knowing where they are and like being able to put them to rest like finally and like their final resting place i feel as like symbolic i mean once you die like you know your body your consciousness is no longer there but i, I don't know i just feel like it does matter to give people a final mm-hmm. resting place that like was chosen yeah. by loved ones and stuff so well plus like they didn't really know that she was dead because the Mm -hmm. body wasn't found. So like that sense of just not knowing and like so many unanswered, Mm -hmm. unanswered questions is just like, those poor parents. Yeah. Yeah. It is wild. And to think that her remains were on this hill for 20 years. I don't know how many years, 20 years. And no one had ever come across the bones or maybe they did and they didn't report it, but like no Mm -hmm. one ever, Let's say no one ever came across it. It's just yeah. strange to me. It never, ever... And they weren't moved either. Like, no animals took them. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, maybe animals, like, fed off of the flesh. Ew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but, like, the... Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, did Roy get convicted of this after they found all this? Or was yeah. he convicted before? So he was convicted of two 1974 murders and he received two life sentences. Oh. And I feel like it's unclear whether or not he was convicted for this because so he was the, a serial ugh, killer. I hate killer. looking at his face. Yeah, he was a serial killer. Yeah. And who knows what else he was responsible for, truly. Um, okay, so he was, I'm just going to read this straight from his wiki page. But he was arrested in January 1992 after Michelle Wallace's remains were located in Colorado. He was found to be in possession of her car and other items. Um, He was brought to trial, convicted and sentenced to life imprisonment for her murder based on hair evidence collected from her scalp. Um, It was not until 2000 when a newly enacted federal law obliged him to submit his DNA for testing when authorities got a chance to solve other murders. Mm, So he was also responsible for murders of, um, let's see, Anita Andrews and Charlotte Sarwin. 
Sourwin, Sourwin, in 2010. Wow. Um, but he was only tried to the Sarwin case in 2011, and that's when he received his second life term. So, so by definition, yeah. yeah, he was a serial killer. That's wild. More one other yeah. serial killer in the seventies. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Dang. So they a bunch of and it says here like a bunch of law enforcement agencies around the country started reviewing cold cases, trying to connect it to him. But um, Roy was uncooperative, mm. and he kept trying to get parole <laughs> without success. Did. Oh my god! <laughs> um, and it seems like he just died of old age i don't know he died on may 22nd 2020 while serving his sentence um mm-hmm. yeah that's the day so, of my birthday creepy let's see how old he was 1937 he was old yeah he was up there he was 90s right oh i'm bad at math. 83 oh okay it is still he was 83. so wild to me just like nicole's case in your case that an analysis of plant material found can narrow down to such a small area like i just Mm -hmm. because you just think native plants are native like not native everywhere obviously there's native arizona plants that won't survive anywhere else but like to be like okay well it's this little square mile on this mountain that you're gonna find these things together you know yes that's so cool. And that is absolutely wild. I think like the whole concept of like biodiversity is so foreign to me because there's like things that like I feel like we go like green blind, like we're not plant blind, but like everything kind of looks the same. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is also affected by human activity, though, because a lot of native stuff gets ripped out to put yeah. in houses yep. and like that that gets lost a lot of the time. I wonder how these cases go, like, if if they narrowed it back to a certain area where, like, a house was built on top of it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, this specific native plant lived in this one mile radius, but now it's a housing development. So, like, her bones... Well, I guess they would have found her bones if it was a housing development. They would have, like, excavated and found it. But it's just interesting. Yikes. Um, one little thing about the... Wait, are you finished with the story? Yeah. Something I just read, because I was reading this one page, um, and it listed her parents and her mom, Margaret, she killed herself after yeah. she after she didn't find her daughter. Isn't that horrible? Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna I was gonna mention it, but that's just really uh, that's Sorry. why at the beginning I hesitated because I was like, I was also gonna say trigger warning for um, suicide, but I was like, mm. I just feel like that's an, like a really sad addition. To the story. <laughs> I did see you hesitate at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it, but I'm like, I don't know when to like bring that up. <laughs> Nicole got uh, it. <laughs> yeah, oh, Nicole Jesus. brought in the the very last gory detail, which that is, is so sad. heartbreaking, I mean, again, like, incredibly heartbreaking, heartbreaking. In- incredibly heartbreaking, and I think just another testament to like the devotion that the family had to each other. I mean, that is horrible 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 um their young vibrant independent daughter completely taken advantage of by this horrible person like it's just gross like she just seemed like she was a really great person who came from a great family Mm -hmm. and then roy shows up 
Yeah, fucking Roy. And then that poor dad, you know, because he lost his daughter and his wife. And then, mm-hmm. oh, it's just awful. It really sucks. But yeah. Yeah, mm. it sucks. But they did in some way like receive justice when he yeah. was convicted. I yeah. mean, it seems like that was his first actual murder conviction. And that's mm-hmm. what got him in prison. And then after the fact, there was others that like came up and they were able to match him to. Yeah. So <sighs> but really her just, case like, solved other cases. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Really. Like that's definitely silver lining in all of it. But you know what I don't understand? Like obviously I'm not a serial killer, so I'm not going to understand how their brains work. But like if you're already in for life, like you are never like you will die there. Mm-hmm. why not yeah give people the peace of knowing like i also killed this person and this person like i just yeah. most what's the will. point most do like oh really yeah like they'll usually confess after a while you know because mm-hmm. it's almost like they need to know they have the upper hand and they take joy in saying like or they want credit for it you know they want credit for all their oh. murders yeah it's disgusting yeah but so what does that say about Roy that he was hesitant to give to receive credit like I don't know well you said that yeah. he kept trying for parole so I feel like he was still trying to wanted, get out like he just he wanted to get out weirdly convincing himself that like he shouldn't have been in there I don't know yeah yeah I just find that strange like why would and why did, did, are those parole cases even looked at like if you are a convicted, like, first-degree murderer, would you ever even get parole? Yeah, probably not. I can't imagine. Yeah. The only time where I'd be like, yeah, is if it was, like, a single time and they were defending themselves, like, their husband beat them or their wife beat them or, you know, something like that. But that's such a that's such a gray area. Like, that's so hard, like, because you still are serving that life sentence. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of like the prisoners having rights too, so they have to have that available to them, like to go mm-hmm. up for parole, you know. Yeah. But a lot of these, a lot of these cases, like when you go to go to jail for murder, like a lot of the times their sentence is life without parole, and then they don't get that mm. option, you know. Yeah. See, I wonder maybe because it was in the seventies, that's why he didn't get life with no parole. It was just life. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. He was just very sloppy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd be con- it's all just I'd, very shocking. I'd be curious to watch a documentary on this, though. Like, now I'm intrigued because I read oh. something somewhere. Mm. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say I'd be intrigued to watch a documentary on this because I read somewhere. I can't remember where, but you could probably Google it. That a lot of serial killers, like they will study their brain or they'll study like their childhood, obviously. And a lot of the times serial killers suffered some type of brain, not Mm. defect, but like they were like dropped on their head as a baby or like, I think one of them. Brain injury. Brain injury, like fell off of a swing and like had a brain injury, like something that has to do with the brain. So I think mm-hmm. that that's kind of cool in a way. Like, and then it makes you think like, well, if this person has a brain injury, like they think completely different than we do. And it's yeah. like, 
it obviously it's wrong. You're not supposed to kill people and what they're doing is disgusting and sick. And, but it's like, can you really blame those people? Like if they don't know, I mean, everybody knows right from wrong, I guess. Right. So like, yeah, you can blame them, but you know what, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just weird thing to think about. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, trigger warning for child pornography, but I was listening to a radio live episode. So it's kind of, it's kind of along the same lines. Um, and this guy had brain surgery and when he came out of brain surgery, it was like he was, I don't want to say addictive, addicted to child pornography. Hmm. And it was all because of something with the brain surgery. And then he went in and had surgery again and it just, it stopped everything. And I, but oh it, my God. obviously oh my it's God. a, it's a lot more nuanced than that. Yeah. But yeah. it all tied back. Like he was convicted, arrested, all of this stuff. And he just like, couldn't stop. And it all tied back to that brain surgery. And then they went in and did something. And then it just, it all stopped. And it was just like, how? Like, the yeah. brains are, like, it's fascinating to me. Not It is. Not the child pornography part. The brain yeah. stuff. That, like, something can happen to your brain to turn you into a completely different person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wild. Oh, so, of course, I'm watching Dahmer on Netflix. I mean, obviously, and mm-hmm. I'm on episode, I think we're on episode three now. And when he was growing up, Jeffrey Dahmer, I don't know if you guys know a lot about him, but he pretty much murdered young men and ate them. <gasps> Ugh. Yeah. But like his father, when he grew up with his father, trigger warning, animal abuse, he would like, like they would... Well, he definitely killed animals, but like they would find like a dead animal at the house or like roadkill. And his dad would like, you know, dissect <gasps> no. it and take its heart out and like no. all these things and told him like, yeah, it's OK to be curious. It's OK to be curious. And I'm like, <gasps> this guy was like coerced into having these feelings about organs and shit, you know? Oh, it was, it's it's just getting really deep, and I'm just like I don't even know if I can handle a lot, a lot more of this. That's what I've heard but, about that series. I haven't tried to watch it yet. Yeah, and there's a couple scenes that were just really hard to watch. So, props to those actors for even being able being able to do that. But oh yeah, I was gonna watch it. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I I watched that um small documentary on Netflix called like the Bling something. Oh, bling? the real yes. Bling Empire. The real Bling. That was or, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good, and I liked that it was like short. Because sometimes I'm like, oh my god, these are gonna be so long. Yeah. So hard to get good. into. But that's another one where they just like did not seem. Well, at least the guy did not like seem sorry. Yeah, he was like, "I'm gonna do this documentary," and he's laughing through the whole thing. I'm like, "Bro, you robbed yeah. movie stars! Like, what are you yeah, he's doing?" He's like, "I did that. I wanted to be famous." Yeah, it's just wild. Yeah. Well, before we close out, what you said that you had some documentaries that was about this. Mm. Oh, yeah. So one of the articles mentioned HBO series Autopsy Four and mm. Cold Case Files on A and E. And again, okay. her name is Michelle Wallace. And okay. yeah. And also, I didn't do a ton of research on like Roy himself because I didn't want to like put a ton of like emphasis on him. But mm-hmm. I just read the part in his wiki where it says that he, um, well, first of all, he's actually from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And 
he allegedly killed an inmate when he was imprisoned in um in texas oh like one of the times he was imprisoned so like this guy was like definitely a serial killer bad egg yeah yeah Mm. um yeah so terrible person yeah but yeah anyway um isn't it so awkward to end the episode after these yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i felt last week i was like okay well thanks for listening (laughs) yeah see you next week i feel like i feel like we should like say something happy like that's what um my favorite murder does i haven't listened to that podcast in so long because it gave me nightmares but they like will say something happy after because it's like wow this is really sad fun fact about me not that you asked but when i was little and i used to watch scary movies with my mom because i grew up watching scary movies shocker i know we would have to watch like a disney movie after or like (laughs) a cartoon or something or i couldn't go to sleep but that would like erase mm-hmm. the movie for me. Like yeah. 20 minutes of Mickey Mouse and I'm like I'm good. Like I'm back in I'm back in my happy place. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer who? <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer who? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I wish I was like that. Unfortunately, I have nightmares. I'll probably have a nightmare tonight. <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> but that's okay. Um something happy. Something happy. Something happy we'll is something happy is you got you got pumpkins and mums. Yeah, I did decorate for my my porch for fall, and I spent way too much money. Okay, uh, so are mums more expensive this year? Because I'm getting that vibe. Like I've looked at a couple places, and I'm like, I'm gonna wait till I find them cheaper. And the time hasn't come. It hasn't come. I don't I don't know if they're more expensive this year. I only bought two mums last year. Like I really didn't do much. Um, I can't find any for like under twenty five bucks. They're, oh, that's a lot. There's so a, how, they're, how big though? They're I mean I want to say maybe like a gallon bucket. So they're they're a decent size, but I'm like these are gonna die in a month. You know? Yeah. Like I can't spend fifty dollars on mums for them to die in a month. I can't do it. No, I wouldn't either. I gosh. You get little ones. I can't find any smaller ones. This, uh, this. I didn't spend more than like ten dollars on a single mom plant, and I bought like oh. four or five. But okay. you know what was more expensive than anything was the freaking pumpkins. There's pumpkin so inflation. <laughs> there is pumpkin inflation. Yeah. The jack o' lantern pumpkins were like between six and eight dollars, and then the fantasy pumpkins were like eight to ten dollars and i was yeah. like what the i know and this i was, was gonna oh sorry, sorry go ahead i was just gonna say i know this was supposed to be a happy thing but like i read about <laughs> it because farmers we didn't have enough rain this year so like they only got half the crop mm-hmm. yeah which you can't blame the prices for that you know like yeah that's what I was going to say. I was going to grow pumpkins this year. I'm glad I didn't, though, because it was so dry. It would not have been good. See, but yeah. this kind of annoys me because where I lived in Illinois, there was um, in Morton, Illinois, there's a pumpkin, the Libby pumpkin factory. So Morton, Illinois always has pumpkin fest, which is amazing. Pumpkin everything. Mm. But there's lots of fields around Illinois that grew pumpkins specifically for Libby and their canned pumpkin. 
Yeah. But Mm -hmm. you would drive by these fields and you would see piles of pumpkins that were just chopped in half because it's proprietary. Mm. So like they didn't Mm. need all the pumpkins and so they destroy them in the field so no Mm -hmm. one else could take them because Libby. That's shit. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, whatever. That's shit. Yeah, that is not cool. I hate that. Yeah. Lots of companies do that. They'll destroy product rather than sell it or give it it away. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in the trash. They'll like literally put it in a landfill instead of selling it, which is so strange. I have a happy thing. I have a wedding today. And tomorrow, Mm -hmm. okay, that's not my happy part. It's like the weekend for me starting now. But I'm off every Saturday in October. So I'm doing all the pumpkin things. And I feel like I subconsciously did this on purpose. I I don't remember getting inquiries for any of these Saturdays, but I may have looked at my calendar at one point and been like, no, I'm not going to take this wedding because I could go to a pumpkin patch that day instead. And that's what I'm going (laughs) to do. Because I don't see my kids like they're in school, they're in clubs, they're in, you know, I just never see them. So I'm like, Saturdays is for the pumpkins, Mm. you know, (laughs) that's right. Pumpkin bitches only. Pumpkin (laughs) bitches only. It's going to be pumpkin spice and pumpkin patches all October. So that starts this weekend and I'm very excited. Yay. (laughs) Yay. So two work days and then you have the weekend. Yep. Woohoo. Love to hear it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you enjoyed this mini series of plants solving crimes. This was really fun to tell a story and listen to stories. So we enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed it and hope you have a beautiful spooky season. If you have any comments or additional information about this story, you can leave it on our Instagram page where we are going to be talking about it and we're going to use our latest instagram post like as a comment section so if you want to share any thoughts you can give us a follow it's at potted together you can also follow us individually on instagram it is nicole is my clean leaves adam is not dude k-n-o-t dude and i am de la plants and we have a patreon if you're interested in some bonus fun episodes where we chit chat and get a little wild we record after hours so it's specifically it's a a very specific type of unhinged i would say (laughs) so also i must say like i am so excited to listen to october's patreon episode again because i feel like that may have been it may it may have topped the rest like that was it was a hilarious episode yeah we just chat like there's no topic like i've noticed that we just hit record and then we just keep talking how we were before we started recording and <laughs> yeah <yes. laughs> like, was, was that the episode where one of us started to explain something because not everybody would know the inside joke and nicole goes who are you explaining that to yes wait is that the <laughs> <Yes>. episode <laughs> and I, I forgot we were recording i was yeah. like oh my god i thought we were literally just having a conversation right now which we were <laughs> we were yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a ton of fun. It's a like a fly on the wall situation for our Patreon. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.